Hello everyone and welcome back to Inside Art Scroll, where the books you read and the people who write them come to life. Today I am privileged to be joined by best-selling author Rabbi Yechiel Spiro, author of a brand new phenomenal book, The Soul of Kaddish. Thank you Rabbi Yechiel for joining us. Thank you again for having me. It's uh, I think been about two years, so it's good Since to be Since we back. last spoke. I know yeah. you're a busy person, Baruch Hashem, writing books. You're a busy Rebbe, a devoted Rebbe. You're speaking in many places, so to get you down here is not a, a simple matter. So I wish I could come every week, that's the truth. <laughs> well, you're invited here all the okay, time, good. so whenever you have time in your schedule, first of all, we should stop do a podcast, I think, regularly. Okay, Which moves about, uh, yeah, sure. you know, Mili Dalma. But today, among other things, I'd like to discuss this brand new book, uh, which I know you're very passionate about. I know you're passionate about the topic. I know you're passionate about what you shared in the book. Um, much of which I myself have benefited from the stories, the lessons. Um, but I'm sure many people have asked you, what prompted you to write a book on, of all topics, Kaddish? Right. Um, okay, so like every book, it starts with just somebody mentions an idea. And often the best ideas are, I don't know if it's a good idea, but I was thinking, so there's a Yudhub Dovin Emanuel, who called me after COVID or in the middle of COVID, and he said, listen, so many Yidin have lost their lives. So many people are searching for Nechama. So many people could use Chizuk. And you should write a book on Kaddish. And it seemed perfect. Of course I should. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought about it, and I started to research uh, the subject matter. And it's... Uh, and on so many levels, there's, there's parts of Kaddish that are very esoteric, and there's parts of Kaddish that are, you know, so emotional. Um, the more I invested in it, and the more I learned about it, the more I realized I have to learn even more about it. But like everything else, it started to get pushed to the side, and to his credit, he stayed on top of me. And every few months, he would, you know, he would uh, send me a WhatsApp message or a text, and you know, chasu shalom, not to pressure, but have you given it more thought? And, and Baruch Hashem, it, it started to build momentum. And once I started on it, I, I couldn't stop. So where, where did you start when you decided, okay, I want to really focus in on Kaddish. Where does one start? Right. So I, I well, I always, I always buy Svarim. Yeah, we know, we know. You're Svarim. And I started to think about the Kaddishim in my life that have been unforgettable. Baruch Hashem, B'chaste Hashem, my parents should be gezunt, they're both with us. So my experiences of Kaddish have really come from um, what I've observed from others. I remember many years ago, um, it was actually on a Shemini um, there was a cousin of ours that was Nifter, and, and uh, she was a young mother I think she was 29, 30 years old. And it was the saddest Simchas the whole, The whole city of Cleveland went to Levaya. And she, was, she, she was married on Yontif. Wow. And, um, and I remember, it must have been the next Friday night, I was in Shul in Young Israel, and people started talking. And the, the not talking in Shul thing, which is incredible movements, it, it, it didn't exist 30, 40 years ago. This was 40 years ago, so it didn't exist so much. And sometimes people would talk, and, 
And people were talking, and it got a little loud toward the end of a Friday night davening. And I'll never forget, her father was saying Kaddish for her, for whatever reason it was, and, and I remember him banging on the wall. And in the middle of Kaddish, he said, is it too much for a father to want to say Kaddish for his daughter? Is it too much for you to be quiet? He was crying. I, I can see it, it's like it happened yesterday. Mm. Uh, it was one Kaddish I remember, and then there was another Kaddish when we had a Talmud, Moshe Moskowitz, a young boy, an eighth grade boy that was Nifter, car accident um, a number of years ago. And one of the Rebbeim in Yeshiva was saying Kaddish for an uncle, it was a Freya uncle, who we, I don't think he had much connection to, but he was saying Kaddish for him. And we found out at like 7 o'clock in the morning that the boy was killed in a car accident. And normally the Kaddish was like a rapid-fire Kaddish. And we all came, we were like shaken to the, it was unbelievable. And I remember he started to say Kaddish, and he couldn't get the words out. <laughs> it was like we were by Levaya, and it was our Talmud, like we... And um, he couldn't say the words. It was like a Kaddish that you don't forget. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you think about those Kaddishim, and every person has that moment. Every person that loses a child, every person that loses a parent, every person that loses a sibling, when people are sitting shiva, they have those moments. Every, you don't think about it because it's not your moment until it is your moment. Mm-hmm. And generally, everybody has the moment. Right. And, and, and I started to think, what if you could give chizuk to those people in their darkest hour? What if you would be able to, to give them the story or the vart or the machshava that they could hold on to that would carry them through their darkest times? Mm-hmm. And if you think about that and, and the, the power that it can give them and the empowerment to be able to get past it, like you have a schus in, in helping being mechazic people through their darkest times, it's, it's a no-brainer. But you, you've mentioned that this particular book is not only for those who've had to say Kaddish, who never have lost a parent no, or a close no, relative, no, no, right? No. You feel is, very strongly that it's for everyone. You, you know, we don't time when books come out. Books come out. And we're in the middle of the darkest Kufa in recent memory. And, and I did not know that, obviously, when I was writing this book. Mm-hmm. But we've buried a thousand brothers and sisters in the last week. And inside the book, I put nuggets of Nechama. It's chizuk in Emunah. It's chizuk in Nechama. It's just chizuk for everybody. Not, by the way, not only people that have lost someone, it's obviously centers around Kaddish, but there's parts about Chiyas HaMesim in here. Different parts of the book speak to different people, mm-hmm. but it's all Chizuk, Bitochen. It's, it's um, I'm telling you, it's like, I, I've, you know, I, people ask me, do I ever read my own books? These past two weeks, I've been reading my Kaddish book because just to get more Chizuk, and mm-hmm. we all, who doesn't need Chizuk now? Right. So it's, um, it's the perfect book for the perfect time. And I'll tell you the truth, you know, some books, you have a storybook, book sold for a month, two months, three months, 
And then slowly, I believe that every person that is sitting Shiva, whether or every person that needs Chizuk, hold on to the book, read it. It'll take you two weeks to read the book, three weeks to read the book. I know, I know from going through the book, it's really not just about Kaddish. I like what you no. alluded to. It's really about Chizuk during trouble times. Yeah. That's really what the book is about. Yeah. It happens to be through the medium of Kaddish. I'll, t- uh, I'll tell you a beautiful yeah. thing. Um, you know, the period when a person loses a loved one so that immediate relatives are called an Oynon. And then after, in the, during the period of Aninus, there's no mitzvahs. And it, if you speak to people that have, that have lost, that, that have experienced Aninus, it's a very, very strange time. No brachas, no mitzvahs, no tefillin. No, it's just a... Strange. It's strange. And then immediately after the kvura, not only is everything back on, not only does the switch go on, but you are burdened with this extra burden of davening for the Ahmed, but also, of course, saying Kaddish. What happens? So I, heard, I wrote a beautiful thing from Rabbi Yosheb Salvechik. The word Avel is Avol. It means but. The Torah, the Rabbi Yosheb Chazal, they understand the way a Yiddish neshama works. They understand the way human beings work. And when we're hit with, with tragedy, we're numb, we're speechless. We mamish don't know, we don't know what to say or what to do. person doesn't know what to say or do. Can't possibly do mitzvahs. Can't possibly say a bracha. But the Rabbi Shalom also knows that after that short period of time of Aninus, not only are you capable of going back to your regular life, you're capable of doing more than you ever thought before. And you're given a schus not only wow. to, it's beautiful, beautiful not, not only to say Kaddish, but Kaddish is you're giving people the opportunity to say, mm-hmm. You can rip up the Xeris against Klal Yisrael. You become the vehicle for Kiddush Shem Shemayim. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, you know, we talk about, and Chinuch, talk about believing in a kid. The Rebbe believes in us when we're hurt and we're wounded and we're crying. The Rebbe believes you, you, you can rise up. You will rise up and you will be stronger than ever before. And it's not much like for now. It's, uh, it's, it's prophetic. It's unbelievable. Right. You know, we find among people when you schmooze with people that Kaddish gives them a Nechama even or maybe especially during their lifetime, you have people talk about my Kaddashol, right? right? They sure, refer to their sure. children as my sure. Kaddashol. Yeah. That's so much part of, it's, it's part of Yiddish culture. That, that, that's part of, it's, it's part of keeping your legacy going. It's part of what's going to give your neshama. What we, we, you know, these are Yonim that are beyond right. us, but whatever that means, it will give my, my neshama, it's, it's uh, Nachas Ruach in, in, in the, the, the Ali of the neshama and so on and so forth, whatever it is, but you see it, you see it so much. I was just schmoozing with one of the Tamid Racham here at art school, Benagea Halacha of Kaddish, about the Kaddish Basra at the end of Davening. 
someone found the steering in, a, in an article so that we were talking about it and and he was sharing with me how how Kaddish is 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 very very unique in in that anything that's related to the afterlife anything related to to these in Yonim, people are very, very sensitive about, right. and, and, and it, it hits them in a different way. Right. Well, a lot of times people feel it's like taboo right. to talk about, especially right. the Svar de Shevelt. They won't have anything to do, for many years, that people don't want to have anything to do with anybody who's involved in the Chavah Kedisha. Right. You know, they didn't even invite you to like a, a chasana because they don't want to have anything to do with it. But um, yeah, it, it's, uh, Kaddish is an opportunity for us to be able to embrace our fears in many ways also, but of course to continue the Messiah and people see, like you said, a Kaddishal is somebody that will carry mm-hmm. on. Right. Um, what was the revelation that you had? I mean, you start learning about Kaddish. We hear thousands of Kaddishim throughout our mm-hmm. lifetime. Well, what was the sheer revelation that you had as you started exploring it? Um, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, there's a lot, there's really, and again, I, I really don't want to toot my own horn. Because it's not me, and anything that comes out from, from my work is only because I really feel like you get sat and you're able to produce the right thing at the right time. Um, but I, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I, I found that, first of all, Kaddish is not, Kaddish has nothing to do with death. I think that's shocking to people. Mm-hmm. Because people, when they, when they start saying Kaddish, they want to, they do it because. And, and even people that are not religious want to say Kaddish. People like have this desire, whether it's because they feel like they want to connect to their parents or because they want, listen, they, they're faced with the fragility of life and, and our vulnerability, and they say, hey, maybe I should start doing something. So they start saying Kaddish, and, and they start reading Kaddish, and there's doesn't talk about at all, there's no mention of death. Um, it's, it's about Kiddush Shem Shemayim. And it's also about understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even when we think He's given us the biggest patch we could possibly imagine, He's still the loving Rabbi Yenushalim who loves us more than anything. So whether you understand it or not, and hopefully if you read the book you'll understand a little more, it's kind of blending the Midas Hadin with the Midas Arachman and understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is taking care of you and, and to understand that everything is Kiddush Shemaim and by you accepting that and continuing to embrace Torah and Mitzvahs and Kiddush Shemaim, you are accepting HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Gzeira and there it might lead into the understanding of accepting death mm-hmm. and... And, and difficult times. One of, one of the things people find interesting uh, as well with Kaddish is the Kaddish by a Siyam being the uh, same as a, as a, as a Kaddish by a, by a Kura, yeah, yeah. which is also something... Did you, did you, did you see the shot? I, I, I didn't see. Oh, it's unbelievable. You're going to love this. Whoever's listening to this is going to love... It's amazing. The only problem is, is that if I tell you this, um, I'm, I'm like losing like a great speech to say by a grand seum. I know that, that, that they're having a seum. Um, there's a seum on Seyed Nashim coming up. Yeah. So, so I, I haven't been asked to speak to say the Nashim seum, so this will be the Vart. But it's unbelievable. Why is it that the Kaddish, I think it's called the Kaddish of Tchiyas HaMesim. That's the name of yeah. the Kaddish. The Kaddish of Tchiyas HaMesim that you say at the Kvura is the exact same Nashim when you finish the seum. So Rabbi Ram Tzvi Kluger, who 
is a Kleisenberg Chassid, and he's a Heilke Yid. He's referred to as the Nezer Yisrael. He's current. He's in Eitz Yisrael. He, he says a beautiful shot. He says when a person is, 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 picks up a Masechta, the Masechta's been sitting there, the Gemara's been sitting there, and you pick it up. The Masechta is dead. By learning the Masechta, you are breathing life into the Masechta. Every moment that you learn Torah, you're breathing life into a dormant piece of Gemara that, that's actually been waiting for you to blow on it and to, to breathe life into it. But when you finish the Masechta, in a sense, you're stopping to learn that's the death of the Masechta. Mm. When you say the words, Hadran Aloch, it's the reenactment of Tchias HaMesim because you're promising you're going to breathe be life back. into the Masechta again, which is what the Kaddish of, of the Tchias HaMesim, when a person's buried, mm-hmm. it's also... Uh, isn't that beautiful? Oh, that's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Wow. One of my favorite ideas in the book. You have some great stories in here. One of my favorite is the story about Rip Tzvi Pesach, with the fellow who comes into shul. Beautiful. beautiful. I mean, uh, a great story. Sheer, yeah. sheer one or two. I, that... I want to share what I think is, uh, and there's a couple people. Maybe they'll watch it. Um, you know, one of the advantages of writing this is is that nobody ever knows what to say to a novel. Right. It's the most awkward, and and we're talking not supposed to speak mm-hmm. until the novel speaks to us, and no one. You know, no one knows what to say, and I don't claim to know what to say. But in private conversation, I've, I've been able to pick up hundreds of little tidbits to be able to be mechazic people, which mm-hmm. are really treasures, because if you, if you can lift a person up in his darkest moments, it, it's... It's priceless. It, it's priceless. It, it's, you're giving him life, mm-hmm. mamish. So there's a story, and again, it's as, it's as appropriate as can possibly be for this period of time. After the Merkaz Harav massacre, when, when Yeshiva Bachrim were killed in the Beis Medrash, terrible tragedy. So there were parents who were inconsolable. All of them. And they came to Chacham Ovadia. And Chacham Ovadia spoke to them. And this is what he told them. He told them in 1971, I believe it was. Um, so Baba Sali, Rabbi Sola Abu Chatzera, lived in Itivot. And shortly after he moved there, he discovered that there was a couple that was having Shalom Bayez problems. How did he know they were having Shalom Bayez problems? Everybody knew. The windows were open, and everybody knew they were having Shalom Bayez problems. So he was asked uh, to get involved, which he did. But he called his brother down. His brother was a rov in Lud, in the community over there. And he said to him, listen, I'm not a rov. I don't have a sprach with people. How about you come down? You'll speak to them. You'll, you'll explain to them what needs to be done. You'll help them with the lines of communication. And of course, he came. And his brother was a great tzaddik in his own right. Um, he came down and, and he spoke to them. And he explained to them what needs to be done, and he got them to see each other's point of view. And, um, and after a few hours, he was ready to go back. He said goodbye to his brother. He never made it home. He was killed in a horrific accident. 
and Babasali was inconsolable. Now let's understand that Babasali was one of the holiest Jews in many generations, a Kaddish Vitahar, and he knew the, the alleyways of Shemayim, right? They say about Sintan Amayroin. Mm-hmm. And here he was, he was inconsolable, and he said, it's all my fault. I had to bring him down. If I didn't bring him down, he would have never died. And he cried and cried and cried. And one night, he went to sleep and he had a dream, and his brother appeared to him in a dream. And his brother said to him, it's, I'm, I'm okay, it's beautiful, I'm in Shemayim, I'm next to the Rebbeinu Shalom. He said, it's all my fault, it's all my fault. He said, what do you mean your fault? You gave me the schus, I was supposed to die. You gave me the schus to die while I was bringing the Shechina down to the world because an ish ve'ish azachu Shechina shuri benem. If there's Shalom bias in a home, the Shechina comes down. I helped, you helped facilitate bringing the Shechina, I was able to be part of that mitzvah. So he says, so you're okay? He says, yes, except for one thing. He said, well, what is it? He said, you can't continue to cry. He said, it, it gives me pain when you cry. He said, stop crying. So, um, Baba Sali said, okay, I'm not going to cry anymore. So Chacham told the families, it's unimaginable, Tsar. But when you're able to finally stop crying, the neshama will be perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's not my place to say, you know, people are going to cry for a long time. But, um, but we can smile too through the tears. And um, I think that's a story that should bring a lot of neshama to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pe- maybe people feel guilty um, you know, somebody told me, what right do you have to write a book on Kaddish if your parents are living? You don't understand the sugya. And I don't. Baruch Hashem, I don't understand the sugya. But, um, but I, I think that uh, sometimes you can try to give chizik to people. And, and um, if, if people can understand that it's okay to smile, even in the greatest moments of tsar. Mm-hmm. That's part of the healing process. So a beautiful idea. The word sar is very closely related to the word otsev, to be sad. The tzadi is the same. The ayin is the same. The only difference between is the reish and the beis. Follow for a moment. Reish is gematria 510. Reish yud shin. Beis, beis yud sof is gematria 412. The difference between the two is 98. The 98 Klolos in the Torah. Why did it come? Mm-hmm. We're meant to have Tsar in our lives. We're supposed to. That's part of the challenge to be able to embrace HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the Tsar. But sadness, sadness we can't have. Hmm. So we're allowed, and, and we must cry, but we also must Try to balance. Even Hashem Simcha is even in the greatest. It doesn't pause when we're going through tzar. Even Hashem Simcha is every moment of your life from the moment we're born to the moment we die. But the tzar is 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 accompanied with simcha, 
And it's and only Klal Yisrael, and only Klal Yisrael can be able to live with both. And part part of the nechama that I've heard from people that they get after Nebuchadnezzar, tragic or not, is is that they have that ability to say kaddish. We learn, we do mitzvahs, lila nishmas and neshama, but saying kaddish is is it's cathartic. Yeah, it's part of that healing process. Um, but you mentioned something before. It's very hard to find the right things to say to to those who have lost someone close. Uh, we see it now in this period of of, of war with with Eretz Yisrael and really Gans Ka Yisrael in such an Eist Tzara, finding the, the right words, it's, it's hard. I'm sure you as a Rebbe have, have grappled with, with this, right? I mean, I think everybody in Kali Yisrael has grappled with it. I don't think, I, 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 I think all of us have stinging eyes. Our eyes are burning because for two weeks we, we're, we're trying, and, 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 and the truth is, is that um, Unlike the tragedies of COVID and Mehron, where everybody knew somebody, the, the, these names are, are not known names for most people. Almost nobody. Very, mm-hmm. very few people are known. And, and the Yiddish heart is so big that we, we're, we're like crippled. We're, we're, we're speechless. We, we really, and, I, want, I want to say, you know, I, I speak. I've spoken to people over the last few weeks, and people tell me they're they're walking around in a daze almost, yeah, yeah. like they're not operating at full capacity. And and you ask them why, and they j- can't articulate it. Just I'm not right right now. I'm not whole. Yeah. I'm I'm broken. Yeah. I'm broken inside. Um, you know, you mentioned before about I, I, w- I would even yeah. say that Kaddish gives you your voice again. And 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 Amen and the words Bechlal of, of the words of Tehillim, it gives us our voice. We don't know what to say. We find a voice. And, you know, we, we have to also, Mitzvahshem, Rabbi Shem should take care of us, and hopefully Mitzvahshem soon will be through this tzara. We'll never forget it, but we, we, I, t- I told people, if all we walk away with are a few really nice achenus, and some arms around the shoulder will be a lost opportunity. You know, we got to walk away with something real. And 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 kiddushem shemayim, and in any every person in his own way. How, how are you? How are you being the kiddushem shemayim in your life, in the in the most private of ways, in in in, in your davening, in your learning, in your shalom bayis, in your benam lachaveray, in your patience with your children, in your in your interaction with people in the store. We have to be able, and, and that's what that's what Kaddish is. Which is, by the way, the same as Baruch Shem Kivayt Malchus It's really just an Aramaic translation of that of that pasuk. But um, yeah, don't. I've heard that. I, I've heard I hear people questioning. You know, uh, they say you know this unprecedented Ahavas Yisrael and the Achdus and the Chesed, which is off the charts, almost yeah. like nothing people have ever seen. Uh-huh. It's really incredible. But uh, you know, I already heard. People ask, you know, is it sustainable? Can it be sustained? And the answer has to be yes. Right. Just like anything else. Just like you're saying, there has to be a takeaway from an ace tzara. There has to be a takeaway, whether we're saying Amen Yeshmirabu in word or in deed, whatever it is, it has to be sustainable. We have to take you, something from you it. Know, you know, one of the things that, that uh, and, and again, there's a lot in here, 
there's, I have one part of the book is nuggets of nechama, mm -hmm. which are, again, it's not just nuggets of nechama, but little bite-sized pieces of something you can open up and feel. Not only nechama, but it's a lot of chizuk. Um, you talk about Avis Yisrael, and when people die, sometimes a shiva house is the most beautiful place. You walk in, and a family that's united and is together, it's magnificent. It really is. There's something very malchustic about mm -hmm. it, and it's majestic, and it's almost like you feel a privilege to walk into such a house. But if chaser shalom, chaser shalom, there's machlaikis in that family, then, then the death of a parent, it, it just breaks the family into a billion pieces. If I could say, I have a public forum now. If you haven't spoken to, to a family member, and you haven't spoken to a friend or somebody that you have kindness on, make the phone call. If not, if not now, when? You know, and I think Kaddish, part of it is it unites people. We say Kaddish, we say Omen Yeshmei It's the whole seaboard together is saying Omen Yeshmei Rabba. It has to be Ba'achdus. You ever go, sometimes you go into a shul and it's like a disjointed Kaddish. You have one guy who's running through Kaddish and you have the other guy who's going very, very slow. It, 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 it doesn't have, sometimes the shul knocks. We have, sometimes in the shul, everybody comes together in the middle of the shul, mm -hmm. and they say the Kaddish. But we only have a voice if we're together. That's, that, that's what has to happen. The, the, the book is phenomenal as a read for anyone, but as you said, it, when people need chizuk, this book is going to give it to them. And I also I think so. that it's timeless in that way. It's a, I know it's a brand new book now, so people like yeah. something new. But I think it's something that will stand the test of time, uh, because of because the, these messages are timeless, and uh, and until we see the final geula, there are going to be these these nisyonis, whatever they are, uh, and uh, you know the Rebbeinu Shalom should should uh, should make them easy for us to deal with. But uh, but you've given Kaisrael a gift in this book. I hope so. You know, what, you asked me before, why did I write it? You ever walk into a base of them? And they have something on the little table. It's, 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 it's a halacha book. It's a minig book. And if you ask most people, not, they just want something there. Because there's going to be a moment, like now, Baruch Hashem, in a lot of families, it's busy. But people have quiet time. Mm -hmm. One of the things I envisioned when writing the book is, first of all, after Shiva, when the house is not hustling and bustling. When, when it's much harder. Yeah, yeah it's much harder. And, um, and I, 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 I felt like this is a book that people will be able to have as a companion. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to be clear. I, I, I'm, I'm not pushing the book because I want people to buy I mean, I do want people to buy the book, but I really believe that it can give tremendous chizuk. It's given me tremendous chizuk. And I have a couple voice notes, you know, um, Jerry and Sarah Walowski were the ones that dedicated the book, and they're friends of Kali Yisrael Hashem, they've done so much. Um, and I send them voice notes every once in a while, because people send me voice notes. The book's only a few weeks old. Mm -hmm. And people have sent me letters and, and emails and voice notes um, that are, some of them are very private and I don't send, but every once in a while somebody says, I ask, can I share it with somebody? And I send it to them because the, you should just know the impact, the impact wow. that you make on somebody's life. Just this morning, afterwards, I'll let you listen. I got a two-minute voicemail 
voice note from a woman who said the, the events over the last few weeks have caused her to lose her equilibrium. That's what she told me. She says, I feel I can't even walk straight. And she said she read one nugget of Nechama. And it just gave her some balance. Wow. It restored her. So again, I, I really believe Psiat Dishmaya Hashem has, has uh, put the right words into the book. And I hope the Kali Yisrael can become very much. I'm, I'm in awe of what you do. <laughs> I still don't know the, the secret exactly how you do it and how you balance everything you do. It's, it's a masterpiece, like, like all your other books are. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and each one seems to be more impressive than the previous one. Uh, and this time you've touched a, a very, uh, you know, a vulnerable uh, time in a person's life, a very sensitive topic, a topic that we need chizik uh, and guidance in. And so, you know, thank you for doing what you did. Thank you. And Thank you should you. continue to go mechayel achayel. Amen. Continue Amen. with your fantastic avayus hakodesh in all different realms. And uh, if I could say thank you for being an achiyaz and achisamach, because you, as a personal friend and everything you do for you. the klal as well. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for coming out. Okay, to speak. Thank you.